Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 466. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk some football. Wonderful thing. Hey, you know the guy that does our intro? Wasn't that pretty cool? He's kind of got this cool, trendy accent and this and that. And anyhow, it's getting old. It's been there for 466 episodes. I just saw a thing that, that Todd, Todd Bertuzzi will do a, a record an, a greeting for you for 75 bucks. Do you think we should get Todd Bertuzzi to do the intro to Let's Talk CFL podcast? Yeah. Well, he's not really football, is he? That's too bad. If he was a football guy, that would be great. Who could we get that's football? Who do, uh, maybe Kyrie Bear or somebody like that. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, anyhow, okay. So, yeah, there's nothing to talk about in football. Like, a call's happening. Seriously, it's – we're in the off-season between no, two non-seasons. That's the best I can do for you. So, I really don't know what we're going to – we're talking about all sorts of things. We're going to have a virtual football season, which we started last week. And uh, I don't know what Sparky did with the dice. They were just absolutely stupid. How do the, the BC Lions roll snake eyes? The best, absolute best roll there possibly could be and still lose. Like, I mean, seriously, Sparky, what the hell? There's something to matter, something seriously the matter with you. I don't know. Um, huh, what are we going to talk about? Oh, yeah. Derek Walker. Derek Walker. <laughs> Never mind. I'm, I'm just going to jump over that. Okay, we're just going to talk about a bunch of things. I'm just going to introduce the panel because we're going to have fun, um, and we're going to do some predictions, and we're going to do Jamie Nice predictions because Jamie Nice just absolute moron most of the time, and this is kind of fun. So we're going to look at his predictions and laugh hysterically because he honestly thinks the Hamilton Tiger Cats are going to win the Grey Cup. What? Uh, yeah. One. One. One prediction he did make which kind of made sense we'll talk about later is is there won't be a crossover this year and uh why well it's pretty obvious okay um open the board up uh mark welcome to the show bud how are you doing doing good doing good good to be back on i would have loved to have been on last week except for the fact that i was on a three and a half hour zoom condo board meeting so much more exciting. You have to, you have a fucking warped sense of priorities. Okay, <laughs> seriously. I, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, Aren't you like supposed to use had. the podcast as a reason to get out of a condo board meeting? Oh, sorry, I, was, I got a previous engagement. Yeah, I was going to say, Mark, get a life. <laughs> yes, seriously. It, it, it's far better. It's still far better than the six hour Zoom AGM we had. Six hours staring at a fucking tablet. That was just awesome. Yeah, after about an hour of that, at the most, I'd be like, sorry, I'm out of here. Well, yeah. I'd be snoring. I was running for, really loud. I was running for the board. I was running for the uh, board, so I really didn't have much choice but to stay for the whole thing. On purpose? 
Yes. You you want to do that? Fuck. Not Are particularly. You, you complete moron. <laughs> I, not particularly, but there's some there's some shit disturbers. I'll put it that way. That are trying to change a few things. So, you know, I get on the board and I stamp that. I don't want to talk about your condo in Winnipeg. Like, no, I, I, no. I seriously didn't no. know they had condos in Winnipeg. <laughs> uh, Charles, welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. And I'm even better now thinking of the fact that I'm not on a condo board. I was on a condo board for a while. It was kind of funny. I never lived in the condo, but that's not the point. I owned it. But, yeah, that was it, it was absolutely futile. It was absolutely yep. futile. So, uh, but I'm good. what's going on with you? Are you watching the Vancouver Canucks? I heard there's a hockey game tonight. Yes, it's season opener tonight. So somebody told me I asked if I was watching the game, and I go, "What game?" And they said the hockey game, and I said, "Oh, who's playing?" Oh well. Yep. I'm sorry. Christmas is hockey on. But for now the I'm next here. 116 nights. Yep. What's that? Hockey's on 116 hockey nights. On yeah, a minimum of one game nights. for the next 116 nights, basically. Because they're doing the short season, they're compacting it into a short amount of time. Well, my condolences to all the women out there. And all the people who are going to end up getting injured because they packed in too many games in a short amount of time. Ah, it's hockey. They don't really work that hard. Okay. William, welcome to the show, buddy. Yes. How you doing? I, I- I can't believe you had a thought of of getting getting Bertuzzi to do an introduction to our show. There's only one person who could ever do an introduction to this show. I know exactly who he's going to say. And that would be Marcus Crandall, okay? Yep. I, I don't understand how you could have thought of Todd Bertuzzi. Anyways, doesn't matter. Hi, this is Marcus Crandall. You want, you're am, listening to Let's Talk CFL Podcast. I like that. Yeah, we should get more. You know, in this, in this in this new COVID era that we're going through, and everybody is starting to get depressed, and and so on and so forth. You know what I'm really glad about? I'm really glad that Kelly Bale is no longer on this show. And ask me why? Why? Because this entire episode would be about the Cleveland Browns winning why? the playoff game. Yeah, you're okay. right. The entire thing would be nonstop Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Browns this, Don't Cleveland Browns that. Okay, I'm very bitter. Uh, I'm very bitter. That's all I'm going to say is I'm very bitter, Mark. Why, okay, did they beat so, your team? Yes, they, beat they did. The Steelers. They, they beat the Steelers, okay? The Cleveland Browns won a playoff game, motherfucker. Okay, like, Wow. Who I know cares? the world is shocked. Well, you know what? Because there is no CFL, I kind of care. Okay. Right? Just saying. Um, the, the draft day was all about the Browns. Yeah. So, yes. you know, which which kind of was comical because they actually thought that they were building a good team. But they were the Cleveland Browns, so they, it never did happen, right? They couldn't I have said that. Uh, Bowl even with Kevin Costner. I always said that Kevin Costner was the best GM the Browns ever had. Oh, I think so. I agree. 
hundred percent. Hundred percent. Anyways. So, but it, isn't Chris Jones now in head office? Could be the GM soon. Yeah, I don't know where Chris Jones is. Yeah, he's in the head office at the Cleveland yeah, Browns. They no, no, him. but he's still he's he's, he's not he's a coach anymore. They moved him into he's head still office. Called, no, no, he's still called called a defensive something or other. I'm looking That's it up right now. Coordinator, um, something like that. I do believe. Well, it, it, I read so. the article that Charles posted because I, I, I pay attention to the agenda because I appreciate him doing you do it. do not. Segment seven, familiar CFL names mentioned for NFL jobs. And it says Chris yeah. Jones is now in the head office of the Cleveland Browns. That's getting not the right GM experience. Jones. Yeah, but remember, you're always making fun of what per- Charles writes on these things. Okay, you mean you like sure Derek Walker? Factual? Yeah, Derek, Derek is that, Walker. Is that what, did I write Derek, Derek Walker? Walker Derek Walker signs with Edmonton. Is he, a, is he a transformed wide receiver offensive lineman? Is that what he is, Derek Walker? Obviously, I made a mistake. Or no, I, I'm not going to say I made a mistake. I'm blaming uh, spell check. Autocorrect? Autocorrect. Yes, autocorrect. Okay. It doesn't yeah, recognize the name Durrell, so I called him Derek. Well, it's going to have some some interesting times to it. Okay, so where are we here? Uh, that's way further down. I still don't know who this Marcus Sales guy is, but anyhow. Okay, um, let's. He's a good receiver. He's not a receiver. Good, uh, I mean, I well, think he's a DB. Uh, defensive back. Yes, there you go. Oh, let's yep. go over to where, where where? Oh my God! I don't have a CFL.ca. I don't have a tab open for these guys. Okay, let's go this. Where are we? We're on week two. Okay, so, Charles, coming up. This is coming at you. Winnipeg in Montreal. Winnipeg in Montreal. Huh. Okay, so, hang on. Before you get, before you get too carried away here, we've got to do this. Uh, Winnipeg is 1-0. and Montreal is 1-0. and so they're both tied, so there's no, nobody's higher, okay? We're not going on mm-hmm. points differential or anything like this. We're just, we're just straight standing. So they're both win. Our score. Uh, they both have one win. They both have one win, yeah. What is that called? They're both winning. Both won? one? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyhow, so there's no, no point differential there, but Montreal is the home team, so that means that we're going to take five points away from Winnipeg. Hmm. You just want to take points away from Winnipeg. Fucking rights. You took points away from BC, and I don't understand why. That's boxcar, 66 points they got. They lost five and lost to Calgary. How in what world does that make sense? Oh my god. Oh, actually, we shouldn't actually talk about last well, week's game. Well, well, we're yeah, Hang at, on, we're going to talk about last week's games. Stop. We're going to talk about last week's games. The first game at, of the Excuse me, Will. Go ahead. I'm talking. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm talking right now. Hurry up. Talk. The first game of the 2021 CFL virtual season, first virtual season, because we're probably going to have two of them, 
uh, was the Hamilton Tiger Cats into Winnipeg to play the Bombers. Now, the Bombers had the home team, so they took five points away from Hamilton. Hamilton rolled a 43, Winnipeg a 56. The point if didn't matter. The victory went to Winnipeg. Charles, you picked Hamilton. Will, you had Winnipeg. Mark had Winnipeg. And CJ had Hamilton. So Will and Mark are two points up on this one. Uh, Game two of the first week was Montreal into Ottawa. So Montreal had five points taken away from them. They rolled a 62. Ottawa had a 35. The points didn't matter. Montreal wins this one. Charles picked Montreal. Will picked Montreal. Mark had Ottawa, CJ had Ottawa. CJ's O and O. That's not a good way to start the season. Uh, next, the uh, third game was the BC Lions. Uh, 66 points! Yay! You know they're going to win when they roll 66. Okay, minus five. Calgary gets a 63. They win 63-61. Bullshit. Charles picked BC. Calgary had... Uh, or Wilk had Calgary, Mark had Calgary, CJ, of course he took the BC Lions. Uh, 0 for 3 for CJ now. Sounds like a typical season, doesn't it? Uh, Saskatchewan, fourth game was Saskatchewan, and they rolled a 43, left five points being the away team, and they were playing Edmonton, who, oh, stunk it up with 12 points. Oh, my God. So, Saskatchewan Rough Riders win that one. Charles picked Edmonton. Will had Edmonton. Mark had Saskatchewan BC. CJ had Edmonton. So, Mark ends up with six points for the week. Will got six points for the week. Charles with a pair from the Montreal game. CJ, four goose eggs. That's how the that's how the standings went. So, after week one, we got Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, Calgary. The West is doing really is really strong here. And uh, in the East, we only have one team winning a game, which was Montreal. Everybody else is 0-0-0-0. Toronto was 0-0 because they didn't play. So, they were on the bye. It's on the bye. Is that kind of like being uh, on the rag? Same thing? Sort of thing. I don't know. Anyhow. <laughs> So now we're going over to the um, week two. Week two, we have the Winnipeg Blue Bombers visiting Montreal. Winnipeg Blues is five points here. Charles, now before I ask you, Charles, here, I want to go back and ask Will what was so important that he needed to interrupt me quite so many times. Do you want to talk now, Will? I'm giving you the floor. Are you going to let me talk? I'm going to let you talk. Well, if you look at the history of the last 10 years, I just wanted to, and I had to say it fast that you wouldn't let me. So looking at the history of the last 10 years, BC lost a lot to Calgary. So why are you surprised? A lot. I'm not talking a little. I'm talking a lot. Okay? Just saying, man. That's all I wanted to say. You can, you can continue, Christopher. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Okay. Just call me Johnny Charles. Tips. Yeah. Yes. Well, now that Winnipeg I've had a lot of time to think about it, I take Winnipeg. You're going to take the Bombers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I also and just Williams. realized something for. Okay. Sorry, Charles. Go ahead. From the uh, the uh, uh, last week with BC getting 66 and losing, I, I know, know Sparky's a Stampeders fan, so I'm thinking there's some sort of. Uh, nefarious uh, activity going on there. You think? Yeah. 
I've been I've been saying that for almost a week now since he's posted this. Mm-hmm. Okay, William, Winnipeg, Montreal, Montreal. <laughs> Montreal. Wow. Okay. Yep. And Mark, who are you gonna take there? He's flipping the coin. Montreal. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what the CJ's going to take Montreal. The coin winning the Greek Cup this year. Oh, bomber. Okay. Uh, second game up. We got the BC Lions. Did you see that post by uh, uh, Jared? Uh, I don't know whose post it was. I, probably a Todd post. But uh, who is the greatest CFL player of all times? And, and Jared puts up Andrew Harris. Yeah, I saw that. It's not, not very bright. Trolling. Does that, does, it those, is. does that does that kind of comment stress you guys out? No, not at all. I think not it's really. I just laugh it off. Okay. It usually stresses me, and I have to make the comment. But guess what I did? You didn't. I did. Huh? No. You didn't I make. Deleted all, I deleted everything, so I didn't even see that post. So. Then you missed me picking Marcus Crandall. What was that? You missed me picking Marcus Crandall as the greatest CFL player ever. Yeah, I deleted everything. It's all gone. No football on Will's <laughs> Facebook page anymore. <laughs> I've heard of You're really sports bitter before. about your Steelers losing, aren't you? What was that? You're really bitter about the Steelers losing. No, no, I had yep. no NFL. I had no NFL stuff on my Facebook page at all. I'm just sick oh, okay. and tired of listening to certain people, so I just deleted everything. And but I hardly say anything anymore. Yeah, and you've never been a problem for me. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Except, except when I talk about Bo Levi Mitchell. Okay. Yeah, no, that, even that, even that doesn't bother me. It is what okay. it is. Charles, BC loses five points here, but we're playing Edmonton. I got to think that the dice gods are going to give us one back after that ridiculous thing last week. So I'll take the Lions. William. BC. Okay. Mark. Who's the home team? Edmonton. Edmonton. (laughs) BC. Straight across the the board. The Edmonton football team. And I am taking BC. No surprise there. Let's face facts, okay? There's no surprise. Hamilton and Toronto. Hamilton in Toronto. So Hamilton loses five points. So did you guys notice that if if if, if a team has um, snake eyes, one and one, which would have given them eleven points, and there was a team with a home home advantage and a team. Oh, we didn't do Edmonton having a home advantage. I gotta go do that. Hang on a second. We might have to change some picks. Um, I thought you did. You could end up with a rouge, only scoring a rouge. Isn't that pretty cool? That's true. Okay, so Edmonton lost, BC lost. So yeah, that didn't matter. Okay. So now the Hamilton Toronto game. Uh, go over here, and we've got. Uh, Toronto was on the bye, Hamilton lost, so there's nothing there. So it's just the home team advantage here. Okay? And the home team is Toronto. So Hamilton loses five points. Charles, who are you going to take? Mm. 
I think I'm going to take Toronto in this one. I'm taking the points. Matt Nichols one. is coming out out the gate really hard for you, eh? Yep. Good for you. Uh, William. Hamilton. You're going to take the hammer, eh? And Mark. Uh, Hamilton. CJ's taking T.O., taking the Argos. My favorite quarterback, Matt Nichols, is just going to do it there. And the last game of the week is the Ottawa Red Blocks, who did not win, is playing the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, who did win. So Ottawa loses 10 points here. Okay, Ottawa is down 10 points. Who are you going to take, Charles? Uh, I Tough hate one. doing it, but I'm going to take Saskatchewan. Not a fucking point. hope in hell I'm going to do that. <laughs> William, what are you going to do what, here? What you said, what you said, Christopher. <laughs> so you're taking Ottawa, William? Is that what I? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So William takes Ottawa. Uh, Mark, what do you got there? Ooh, I got to take the inbreds. You taking the inbreds? Yeah. Got you on. And uh, CJ, well, I think I made my position very, very clear. I am taking the Ottawa Red Blacks. There you go. There's week two. You do realize a coin flip could win this entire thing, right? I, I sure. just kind of, yeah. It, I'm in first place. It's in first place right now. <laughs> I didn't even hear you getting your picks in. In, in, in any in a decent amount of time last week, did you? Did you really do that? Um, Sparky eventually got a hold of me. I'd completely forgotten about it. I uh, got him in time. I think he put too much effort into that. Yeah. Yeah, he's unemployed too. He he probably did because got better to do so. <laughs> hey, I am working again soon. Not you, not you, Sparky. Ah, no, Sparky is. Yeah. Sparky needs a job? No, no, he was going to school and he's graduated, so he's looking for a job. There just doesn't not a lot of people are offering jobs right now for his field for some reason. You know the one thing I that think, I've uh, I think that's the story. If I'm wrong, Sparky, correct us tomorrow, please. Um I've spent a lot of time in in post post education. What is it called? Post secondary education. Post secondary education. Thank you, thank you. My mind's just not working today. I obviously, I haven't spent that much time in post. Are you sure you spent a lot of time there? Yes, I, I, Charles, I have, I have, I have. Okay. And um, just check. The one thing that I never did was I never went to school for something I wanted hoping to get into that field. I always always in the field and then went back to school to get better at my job. Because I thought it, it just seemed like a ridiculous thing to go, oh, look, man, I'd really like to be a boilermaker. Or I'd really like to be a lawyer. Or I'd like to be something else and go off and spend all this time and energy in school to become something that, A, you've never done, and B, you don't know if there's work. Just, I don't know. 
sorry, Sparky, if I'm picking on you, but I, it just it did, just didn't make sense. I coming out of high school, you don't go to university. Go get a job. Go do something. Find out what you want to do. If you want to be a veterinarian, go work for a veterinarian. You know, and then say, oh yeah, this is real cool. Or man, I hated the the blood, guts, and gore, and I'm allergic to dogs, and you know, it, it would be a dumb field for you. So don't go to school for it. Anyhow. I'd be curious to know what Sparky has done with his life because I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but he lived in he lived in uh, in Japan for was it Japan Japan or China for five years? Okay, um, he he worked at Nortel in Calgary, and many 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 years ago, Nortel closed and shipped a bunch of jobs to uh, China or Japan, and Sparky actually went there. And lived there, and then he came back here and decided to go to school because he made so much money when he was in Japan or China. So, hmm. cool. correct me if I'm wrong again, Sparky. I'm just I'm just going from past memory. That's all. Anyhow, I'm not picking on Sparky. I'm not picking on anybody in particular. I'm just telling you what I think my personal experience in secondary education was was that you you should know what you're doing before you go do it because otherwise you'll be have all these pieces of paper up on the wall and you'll be collecting the EI checks it's not a good thing okay so are we where are we now we're going to talk some football yeah is that possible I believe so yeah yeah should the CFL request the same exemption as the NFL this one see if NHL NHL. Okay. Sorry. My my bad. Um, and this is actually one of the articles I didn't pull up. So um, what did the Hockey League get away with? Basically, they got permission to play in their own stadium or arenas from the government. Hmm. And to That's travel within Canada as well. Well, why wouldn't the CFL get that? That that would make sense to me. In fact, in considering eight out of the nine stadiums are outside. Good point. Every province right. has different. Every province has different health rules right now, though. Mm-hmm. I know. There's some that you so, can't even gather outside. And in Quebec, they've got a curfew where you have to be in your house by 8 o'clock. You can't leave your house after 8 o'clock. You can't leave it, but you're, if you're out, you're, it's okay? Or you have to no, be home No, late. you can't be out of your house. Okay. I thought you, you said you can't leave your house after 8 p.m. Yeah, okay, that, that's not exactly, yeah. In Ontario's, I have no idea what it is anymore. I, I don't understand where they're, they're getting these dumbass rules from. I really don't. You know, I, I, don't get well started here, but um, I, I, I don't understand them. There, there, there's some really stupid people out there. You know, they, they put this little piece of plastic over top of the... Um, interact machine 
so to, to protect the buttons, right, from COVID. But then they just, you just, everybody touches this piece of plastic on the top. What's the difference? Yeah. I use cap. Yeah. If it's under 100 bucks. True. Most okay. of my purchases are. But you, you know what I mean? You, you have to put the card in. You have to punch the buttons. You're still punching the buttons. What's the difference whether you, there's a piece of plastics on it or there are plastic buttons? I mean, where, where's the stupidity of this? So, or you go up into the Tim Hortons drive-thru, and they, they pass you out the thing on, on a hockey stick, right? Yeah, so which they, they don't put on there it. with their hand. So what difference what they put it on make? there with their hand, and they gave you the bag, and they put the food in the bag and, and, and yeah. or in the coffee cup, and they hand you the yeah. coffee cup. Here, take but this. But they got this hockey stick to put. Seriously? That I've never understood. I, I, don't, I don't get Christopher, it. Christopher, you would like what? You would like a few restaurants in the city here. I'm sure it's not only here it's being done. But if you're paying with cash, you put the money into a pail that's full of soap and water. Good thing we have plastic money. What? Get out of here. It's a good thing we have plastic money. I'm not kidding, Will. So I've heard a lot of stupid rules from Winnipeg, Mark. (laughs) Just please, please let me know if these are correct or not, Okay. You you can't buy anything in Winnipeg other than groceries and winter clothes. Is that correct? Um, partially correct. Okay. Um, non-essential items are not for sale at the store. Like you can buy winter boots, but you can't buy laces. What? You, but what? you can't. Well, you you can buy winter boots. Hopefully, the boots the come with laces, right? Yeah, yeah, if you're not, you're kind of you screwed can, if you don't. Well, but you can buy them and get them curbside. Curbside pickups. Okay, so yeah, it, I have a. It's trying I to keep a, people out of the stores. I have a friend, Mark, who's in construction. No, you you're lying. Quit lying to us. You don't have any friends. Yeah, okay, he's an acquaintance. He's in construction. <laughs> okay, and okay, so. I, I work in construction, and I, I all my field guys, they either wear one of two things. They either wear jeans or, or they wear skirt. Carhartt. Or they wear Carhartts, okay? Like coveralls, those bib coveralls. Is that what you mean? Well, or, or you can buy Carhartt pants as well, work pants. They're pretty pretty heavy duty. Anyway. Well, those are kind of so, jeans, aren't they? Pardon me? Those would be considered jeans, would they not? Well, no, they're 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 very tough. Okay, don't you? They are very tough. You must. But Carhartt is a company. It's not actually a a thing. Yes, I know. But when you say Carhartts, most people know what you're talking about, except for fucking hosts of podcasts who want to argue. (laughs) I got a Carhartt and Toque. Anyways, anyways, yes, and you lost it, and you had to go find it. We heard that story already. It was Um, a hospital. Yes, it was at the hospital. Anyways, so my buddy, he prefers to to do construction work in jeans, and apparently they wouldn't sell them jeans, but nope. they'd sell them Carhartt. You can buy them right. curbside pickup. Yep. Okay. That's weird. Okay. I know. Never said it with me. Okay. 
Okay, I'm just I I don't really want I don't want to take this away from football. So, Mark, can you explain to me what you do to fill your day? Fine. What's that got to do with CFO request with the CF NHL exemption? That's what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> we are, no, we were we talking about talk. weird shit. Okay. There's a lot of weird shit in here. It has to be on our I podcast. So um, I, I'm asking the question here. Should the CFL re- make the same request for the exemption? William, what do you think? Um, I personally don't think by the time it comes around to the CFL season, I don't think we're going to have to ask for any exemptions. Okay, a little a little fellow came and visited me in the middle of the night last night in a dream, and I think it's all going to be over by the time that's done. It's ready to go. So that's right, like two months, no. three months from now. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I know, I know. escalating right now. Okay, it's escalating. People are gonna eventually. People are gonna figure it out. Okay. That's all okay. I'm saying. Mark, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, they might as well ask for it with all the different um, restrictions in each province. They kind of have to. So, because there won't be a bubble. They can't do a bubble thing. So, yeah, they're going to have to ask for it. So, Realistically, yeah. the season probably starts in September. They probably won't need it. Okay, so Charles, you're watching the football game yeah. right now, or hockey game? Yeah. Yeah. Are there people in the stands? No. 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 No, there are not. So it's a lot of advertisements. It's big empty stadium, or arena. Yep. yep. Okay. And why is that? Why is that? Why is that? Well, yeah. Sorry, Charles. Is the is the game in Vancouver? Uh, this game's in Edmonton. Okay. Okay. Then yeah. I then I don't have to then I don't have to ask that question. If like, if it was in if it was in Vancouver, would there be people in the stands? No. Why not? Uh, because that's the way the rules are spelled out right now. No groups. Uh, yeah, but for restaur- anything. but restaurant but restaurants are open. Restaurants are open, but uh, theoretically, anyways, you're supposed to only go with people in your own household, and I think they've limited to four or six people per table. In BC, uh, okay. You're only supposed to be from the same house. Okay. And, also and, in restaurants, and, pretty much in every restaurant I've been to in the last little, not that I've been to a lot, but they've also got plastic up in between all the tables. And a lot of the places only use like every second or every third table. So while okay. they're open, they're okay. open at reduced capacity. Okay. So why wouldn't the arena be open at reduced capacity? Hmm. Now that's you see, there's a question I don't have an answer for. They're doing it. They're doing it in the NFL. Is there a limit yeah. on crowd sizes? Uh, in BC, yeah, I think it's less than a hundred people. There you go. It's well, less, than, less than twenty. Yeah, you know what? You're right. It is less than twenty. That's right. So there's your reasoning, Will. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. What about Costco? Is Costco open? Yep. Okay. How Essential. many? How many people? 
How many people are allowed in Costco? 148 in the one in Kamloops. Yeah, they do have it reduced. Okay. I mean, here they have everything is a percentage, okay? 15% or 25% of capacity or whatever it is. Okay? So why I didn't know Costco had a capacity. Did you know that? Well, of course they do. Every place has a capacity. For fire regulations. For fire regulations. I'm just curious. Is there anybody that ever counts? Yes. At Costco there is. Not not all the time. There's a little there's a little Chinese guy there handing out masks and counting. Okay. Yeah, now, now, but not before. Oh no, before as well. I don't believe you. Well no no. When <laughs> it started in March, it was like that. Yeah. What about then, what about February or January or October of a year before that? Well, of course not. Right. But you said that there's a, a, a there's a, a capacity. You're only allowed to have so many people in there, but how do they know if they've reached capacity? Well, I don't think they ever reach capacity because you can tell. You see, and there's another thing because uh, on Boxing Parking Day... Parking lot reaches capacity, I'll tell you that. It was the same thing It was the same thing here with with shopping malls. You could only let a certain capacity in, okay, 25% or whatever it was. And I know a couple of malls, the cops came down and kicked people out because there was too many people. So, Okay. I think we're going to move Anyways, past this one because it's really this isn't football. unimportant. No. Okay, finally, Derek Walker signs in Edmonton. Isn't that nice? Darrell. Isn't that good? Is he, oh. is he uh, Darrell's brother? <laughs> Auto is, he as, is he as good as Darrell? <laughs> Well, according to the article, Derek made two hundred and eighty thousand dollars in two thousand and nineteen, uh, so he must be pretty good. Auto correct. Okay, so this is a this is a guy probably one of the best receivers in the league. Okay, but he's a receiver, younger, faster, cheaper. Yep. Um, and he was a holdout. In signing, so he didn't sign at free agency because he wanted the big box and nobody was going to give it to him. So he's kind of waiting around and waiting around. He didn't get a signing bonus. He was waiting around. COVID slapped him. Season's gone. He doesn't get any money at all. He's he's been unemployed for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, shit. Okay. Don't know what else to say. He's just a dumb so, He should have taken the 200k from Winnipeg when they offered it to him. I, yeah. I no didn't kidding. know this. I didn't know this, but who on earth gave that guy $280,000 for a single season? Toronto. 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 Who, who was the GM at the time? Is he fired by now? Jim Barker, and he's no longer there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, I don't know if that I had anything to do with the signing of Darrell Walker, but he's just no longer there. I mean, do you guys know of any receiver who was ever worth $280,000 a season? I, I know a lot of quarterbacks that aren't worth $280,000 a season. Marcus That's a Scrabble lot of wide receiver. I, I, I can't believe it. And and I know Edmonton, they say Edmonton gave him 180. I don't know yeah. how many of yep. them are worth 180. 
Brian Burns. That's going on the high side. That's on the high side. Yeah, I'm thinking when a guy's at the peak of his career, absolutely. Would Calgary pay that for a receiver? No. No. (laughs) Younger, younger, cheaper, faster. Yeah. So. And by by paying Darrell Walker that much money, is Edmonton going to have a hard time signing some other people? Not as bad as Calgary and, and, and BC paying 700 some odd thousand for a quarterback. Yeah, sorry. Bo's only making 550 this year. Oh. Still too much. He's, he's yep. renegotiated. He's renegotiated. That just like Mike Riley did. Hang on, hang on yeah, for a second. I don't else? believe that that is renegotiating. Okay. Well, if, it is if, when if, you were if, supposed if, to okay, make. Hang on, hang on. Okay. If you're making seven hundred twenty-five thousand dollars and you rene- renegotiate and come out with five hundred and fifty, you're not much of a negotiator. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. But, and once again, I'm still. <laughs> you're going the wrong once way. Again, once again, I'm still wondering what they paid him that nobody knows about. Okay. The same with Mike Riley. Okay. Yeah. Did they say what they were knocking their salaries down to? Because I know Claros, it's uh, Mitchell and Riley. What are yes. their salaries now? Is what are they? Five fifty. Five fifty. Okay. Because I know Claros only went down like forty grand. Yeah. And he's making what four fifty? Something like that. Yeah. So how many people does the CFL? How many people does the CFL pay would pay four fifty for a concussion? Just ask him. Yep. <laughs> a great cup winning concussion. Well, that was um, all Chris Revler. There's though. only like two quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, we we saw yeah. that in Arizona. <laughs> we saw that game well. Um, you know, there's only like two quarterbacks left that haven't renegotiated. Mm-hmm. Nickel. They not? It was yeah. Nichols and I think. Trevor oh, was the other one? I can't. Did uh, no Harris? Harris took a pay cut. Uh, what's Fajardo? One other. Fajardo. Fajardo no, took a pay cut. He was the, no. He took, he took a pay cut. What about um, the guy in Ottawa that used to play in Calgary? I don't heard a thing yeah. about him. No, no, Arbuckle. Arbuckle. Yeah, he's the other one who hasn't taken a pay cut so far. Yeah. Everybody but I don't think has. he's taking much to start with. Well, there was, I don't know if it was a three down article or who wrote it. I can't remember, but there was an article that they think that they, there could still be a trade. Nickel for Arbuckle. Why? Then, then you Why? might as well write, might as well write Ottawa off for the rest of their life. <laughs> well, they'll make the playoffs. Nickel. <laughs> yeah, and then Ottawa be one and done. Competitive as the Halifax Schooners. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that like trading Marcus Crandall for Drew Willie? 
I, I can't remember who wrote the article, if it was a three-down one or what. But, yeah, the, there are – I don't know if they're trying to make rumblings about it, but because no, those are the and, only two. And if I remember correctly, um, when it was happening – um, Arbuckle really wanted to go to Toronto because there was many, many other opportunities for him and his wife, yeah. apparently. So. so he ended up in Ottawa. Right. I guess it's closer than Calgary, right? Well, you can take a train. So. And I'm sure he didn't nego- renegotiate yet because he was only, I think they signed him for four, 425 or something like that. Something like that, yeah, but it's Ottawa, and you know they're going to want to go cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about Darrell Dar- Walker? <laughs> Not Derek. Hopefully Darrell will sign somewhere. Oh, well, well, he did. He signed in Edmonton. So that was so Derek. That was Derek. Back that was Derek. And I'm not. Oh. <laughs> oh, Charles, you want this segment over, don't you? Uh, I got to start paying more attention to what my phone does when I make these uh, when I make these agendas because they they auto correct <laughs> on me, even though I'm trying to. Well, I'm spelling it right, but it doesn't recognize it. I, I fixed the Jeremiah one in the next segment. I don't know what it was saying, but it was kind of funny. <laughs> By the way, if we want actually someone to do a, a, an intro for a show, there's a bunch of CFL guys on Cameo, and they're, like, super cheap. I could probably get Strebler. We can get Will Arch for $6. I want Marcus Brandle. He's not I mean, on we there. Should, we should, What? He's not on. He's uh, that's what I was looking for, but he's not on here. Oh, I, I still think we could just get a hold of him and ask. We, him. we can find him somewhere. Hey, Marcus Sales is on here. Ten bucks. What's Jefferson? Uh, not on here. Ooh. You can get Sean Lemon for fifty bucks. Really? Yep. What what idiot would pay him bucks. fifty bucks? Ten bucks for Cameron Judge. Like, do they actually do this to make extra money? Ten bucks, really? <laughs> Holy shit! I think it's rather funny. Well, it is the CFL. Yep. Okay. What are we doing now? Jeremiah Mazzoli. About to become a free agent. Where is he most likely to end up? This was a carryover from last week. We were talking about this briefly, um, but we've got sidetracked on something. We're just having so much fun. Uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli, out of Hamilton. They're not resigning him. Dane Evans has taken over the number one spot. Uh, that would be kind of like the BC Lions letting Jonathan Jennings be the number one quarterback and releasing Travis Lule. Good thing they didn't hey, wait, release they Travis did that. 
No, they didn't. They never released Travis Lewis. They, they kept oh. them. Yes. They kept them. Right. It's money. Right. It's a money thing. Of course it is. And you got to look at the guy. The guy took you to the Grey Cup last year, so. Who, Dave Jonathan Evans? Jennings never did that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it was wrong. Right. I'm just saying this, this is the, you know, the workhorse. And, and, I mean, Jeremiah Mazzoli was kind of like the Matt Nichols in Winnipeg, right? Uh, always winning games, doing really well for the team, being strong, a, a good game player, team player, all sorts of things. Uh, but never going to take you anywhere. Right? He's never never going to amount to anything. You're not going to win a Grey Cup with these quarterbacks. So a lot like Matt Nichols. You like Matt Nichols? You like no, him? No, I said. I said. You said a lot. I said like a, Matt. No, I said a lot like Matt Nichols. I think that's, that's what I, I said, said, didn't I? Yes, he did. I, I was agreeing okay. with you. Oh yeah. So Matt Nichols, like seriously, Jeremiah Mazzoli, same thing. It, really good, strong workhorse. Just not going to do the, not going to take you the distance. So where would he end up? Who's going to take him? Hmm. Who needs quarterbacks? Them? Quarterback situations are pretty full right now. Right now, yeah. So or does he, stay in, does he stay in Hamilton at a vastly reduced amount? Well, the number one spot is full straight across the board, right? Uh, yeah, does that make him is, a number Dane, two? Dane Evans is, uh, to me, a lot like Cody Fajardo because uh, I think that, um, you know, he's a guy that, yeah, he had a big year last year or two years ago or however you, however you want to put it. Um but you know what? Let's see it for more than one year. And Jonathan Jennings, who we brought up, is a good example of that. He had a big year and then collapsed. So these guys like Cody Fajardo, guys like Dane Evans, they've got to show that they can do it for more than one year. So uh, we talk about maybe him going back to Hamilton. That makes sense. The problem is, is he going to sign for what Hamilton's going to want to pay him? So that's part of the problem, too. He might get 200 out of Hamilton, though, because Evans is pretty cheap right now. Yeah, Evans, Evans is still working on his, his rookie contract. Right. But So he might my, go back there for cheap. Who knows? My question is, is Fajardo smart enough to uh, say no thank you to everybody until somebody's starting quarterback gets hurt? Because you know what's going to happen. You mean Mazzoli? You said Fajardo. Yeah, Mazzoli. Because we know what's going to happen. Depending on his money situation, it's not a bad idea. No, I I agree. And I guess if that's the situation, sorry, Mark, Winnipeg would be the first choice because I if if. Uh, yep. Polaris doesn't last very long. They're going to need somebody. No, agreed. Agreed. No, that's a good point. And, uh, and on the other hand, are they going to finally give what's his name a chance in Winnipeg? What's his name, Mark? Chris Strebler. Yeah. No, no, he, he went for an illustrious career in the NFL. McGuire? You mean McGuire? 
McGuire. There you Sean go. Sean McGuire? Yes. Yeah. Well, he's it, the only oh, other quarterback was, they have. I thought it was Toby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> right now, he is the only other quarterback they have under contract. Mm-hmm. So. Right. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if he got lucky and somebody got hurt in the first week of the season for long term, most teams would try and sign him. You would think about it. That's probably true. So, I don't know if he's willing to wait like that. And, honestly, we usually lose two or three quarterbacks in the first two weeks of a season. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Or, I mean, is he even going to have a chance to compete in Hamilton if he goes back there? I think so, because you're only as good as your last game. And even the last game wasn't exactly good. Yeah. You know, every, a lot of people thought that, you know, the poster boy, Jonathan Jennings, was going to be the next one. We saw what happened there. So Evans could be the same thing, like Charles said. Uh, Fajardo, and I don't. Fajardo, but I don't think Arbuckle. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Evans is that kind of player. I think Fajardo could be that kind of player, because like like I said last week, if uh, Zach Kolaris hadn't got hurt, Cody Fajardo could be out of football right now. It's possible. So, because he was a backup that he, wasn't lasting very well anywhere. He was a backup in BC, and you guys didn't even think twice about not re-signing him. You know what I no. mean? Bye bye now. Because so, even, hmm. I said bye bye now. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We didn't care. Because even when he came in to play, uh, he was nothing special. Right. And he had uh, same thing in Toronto. When he was in Toronto, he was never anything that he didn't blow the right. the roof off. It was only so when he got the what, chance to be a full-time starter once Caleros went down. So what do you think changed? I think maybe he just found a system that worked to his, his ability. Okay, that's possible. Saskatchewan has always been very good about changing all of their their systems, their schemes, their their, their offense towards uh, or away from the deficiencies of their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay, they don't build an offense and, and, and find a quarterback for it. They don't take a quarterback and build an offense around his strength. They build they they find a quarterback and build an offense that stays away from his dis- deficiencies. It's it's an it's, it's it's a bizarre way of doing it, but it has been successful for them at times. I mean, uh, no, Darian Durant couldn't make it on any team in the CFL, but yet he he stuck with Saskatchewan for how long? Well, they they just did a run offense. They just didn't let him throw the ball. And he became successful yeah, I guess. at that. Right? As opposed to most really teams, good. as opposed to most teams, for example, Calgary, they build a system and they find quarterbacks to fit in that system. They yeah. never change their system. And, and, and that's not a bad way of doing it. It's been successful for them. 
okay? Yeah. I'm not criticizing yeah. that system in any way, shape, or form. But Saskatchewan has their own system, and it seems to have been working for them. But it's the exact opposite. Yeah, I mean, it's got them to – they've won four great cups. That system really works well. That was only 104 years. I know that. That doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Just just trying to piss off some Saskatchewan fans. Just don't bring Ooh. up the how, you. You're trying to piss don't, off Saskatchewan fans. You're the just guy don't who bring up the 2009 Grey Cup, okay? Because that really makes Come them on. mad. I know. Goes well, we had the one writer fan that got that. pissed off and never came back. Right. He used to hang up on me all the time every time I said how wonderful yep. the 2009 Grey Cup was. Hi, Phil. How you doing? Hope you're still a fan. Uh, okay. Moving on from Jeremiah Mazzoli. I, I honestly think that he needs to be – he needs to accept the fact that he's not going to be a starter in the CFL, take backup money, and end up in Winnipeg is his best bet. Because they have the most most chance of, of needing that person. Or you sit on the sidelines and wait for the first guy to fall. And and you know what? Here's a thought. Just just let's 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 think about this Did it for hurt? a minute. No, but let's <laughs> think about this for a minute. You know Jeremiah Mazzoli is uh quite a mobile quarterback. Okay? Well, if, compared to the pylon in Calgary, yeah, everybody is. Yeah, okay. Anyways, um, if, you know, I think if Winnipeg were to sign him, they would get a Chris Strebler type of player back again. <laughs> and you know, and I, I'm being serious because that's what won the Grey Cup. He's a better there will never be another quarterback like Chris Strebler. I mean, Thanks he's a Lord. better passer than he's a better passer than Chris Drevler is, but you know, but maybe they should concentrate on his running ability. There's dead silence here. Complete touchdown pass in the NFL. What was that? What's that? Strevler <laughs> does have a touchdown pass in the NFL now. That doesn't he he had, it, one he had, it's he a had two pass. touchdown passes. He had yeah. two touchdown passes. He got one to the other game. <laughs> he, he did I'll throw tell you, the touchdown fire. pass that went went for the pick six was a much better throw. And then Boomer Thiessen <laughs> made fun of him. Yeah, we're not talking about Boomer. Okay. The BC Lions signed Marcus Sales, a big addition to their secondary. He must have been if that's all Todd wanted to talk about at 4 o'clock in the morning. 4 a.m. in the fucking morning. Uh-huh. Well, all the Bomber fans I saw were pissed off that they lost him. Yeah, I'm not the most thrilled. He's a defensive well, back. he did make a good signing today, but why? Why is he a free agent right now? His car, he uh, went down to the NFL. He, he was, was released. I was just going to say he went to the NFL. Just, okay. Oh, uh, he went to the he's NFL. Not getting an effort. 
He got released, and now he's come back. Yep. And he's Good not signing, BC. Getting many ten dollar uh, requests on Cameo either. Not from Winnipeg fans. Nope, not anymore. No. You've got a guy in the backfield there that's going to turn into one of the leaders of the D-backs on that team. So you like him? Oh, yeah. I'm happy with the signing. Oh, yeah. And he's got the stats to back it up. He's a very, very good defensive back, and he's not old. No, he's not. He still has quite a few years. Okay. How old is he anyways? I, I don't like the concept of, of the way that we've got free agency happening right now with one-year contracts, so it doesn't matter how old he is. You, you don't expect him to stay in BC for that long. Yeah. No. Right? Hey, Bonner's actually signed a guy today for two years. And Marcus Sales is 26. It's just a puppy. Yeah. Cool. Well, good signing, BC. Solid, solid pickup, says Todd Mogi at 4 a.m. <laughs> Charles, yeah, did, if you do uh, that, you might explode. Okay. Excuse me. Don't don't hold in sneezes. Okay, you might explode. I don't. It, uh, it would be bad. Yeah, I didn't want to sneeze into the thing. That's what the mute button's for. I don't have a mute button. You don't have a mute button on your phone? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I do. The button that says mute, Charles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just so that, you know, autocorrect, it's not M-U-T-E. Not, and it's not, and autocorrect, Charles, it didn't say mutt. <laughs> mutt, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I need to get one of those Bluetooth headsets so I can use it with my cell phone. You could do that. Yep. That's they don't work for me. No. no. Or Todd, I understand. Okay. Where are we going? We finished with Marcus Sales. We're going to talk about Pat McAfee. Why? McAfee? I, I don't know. <laughs> kind of like, why were we talking about Boomer? We can skip it if you want. I don't care. I was just putting stories in. No, that's okay, Charles. We need the the, the time is, isn't being taken like it was last week. What did we talk about last week that took so much time? Well, we were, on, we were like, on all sorts of stuff. We were all we over were the place. We were on segment two, and and and, and yeah, all we started of a we're talking about time. the Mandalorian, and oh man, what a great show! Yep. Sorry, sorry. I'm still liking this Yellowstone, though. I think I'm in love with Beth. Who's your favorite character? Uh, well, probably Casey, but why? Who's Who's Casey? Kevin Costner. No. Oh. Kevin Costner well, I thought was you were John. His initials. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I just thought you were giving his initials. I don't know. No, no. John Dutton is the main character played by Kevin Costner, and he has a son okay. called Casey Dutton. Okay. 
Yeah, you know who my favorite is? And his sister is Beth, and I think I love her. I love Beth. She's awesome. <laughs> She's awesome. The, the, the thing in the boutique with Monica, man, yeah. I love that. I was going to get Me you the, the, the hump Me the mannequin. Too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Absolutely one of the best shows I've seen in a while. It's right, it's right up there with Game of Thrones. <sighs> And it's realistic, okay? There's no dragons. Hmm. There's a lot of holes in the story, but, you know, there's a lot of things that are not realistic, but there's a lot of things that are very realistic. It's kind of the ranch life, but... <sighs> Anyhow, one of my good friends um, is used to be a wrangler on, on, on ranches, so he actually lived this kind of life. And he said a lot of it is true and a lot of it isn't. He's never had to take the train, though, right? No, the train, the the long black train is not a good thing. No. No. No rancher would pay $5 million for a stud, okay? It's not happening. But a raining farm or, you know, like a rodeo farm would. But... You don't pay five million dollars for a stud to go move cattle around. It's just not realistic. Nope. Anyhow, Pat McAfee clarifies his comments. Okay, his comment was get this, he called the CFL very similar to state fair football. Okay? And Rod Peterson took exception to this. And then McAfee turns around and um, qualifies, quantifies his statement by saying, I love state fair football. I don't know what your problem with that is. It's wide open, free throwing game. It's just like, I love state fairs. It's just one of those good things. Now, I, I understand where he's coming from on this, and I really don't have a problem with what he's saying because it's just an entertaining small town football game, which is what the CFL is. And, and I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with his, his comment that says the CFL is dead. Yeah, that I didn't get. You know? Well, CFL he is thinks what? That it's dead. It's not going to survive. Charles, he's playing full heel still. That's all he's doing. Yeah, I know, but it's weird. He's now, what is position... What position did he play in professional football? <laughs> he was a kicker. <laughs> yeah, that's all I that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> he's also involved with the WWE as well and Mark's right, he's playing a heel, which is a a bad guy and I think that's what he's doing. He's he's making these comments to get attention out of people. That's exactly yeah. why he and did it. He, he, He's, he's a self-appointed media personality, right? Right. Kind of like Rod Peterson. Okay. Yep. He, he doesn't have a job. Nobody's paying him to do this. He's just off doing it and hoping that he gets sponsors and this, that, and everything else. It would be kind of like me taking this job seriously. And, and I don't. <laughs> he's also got a podcast that people are going to click on because he's saying these stupid things. I'm going to go on this podcast. I'm going to see what he's talking about. Maybe I'll yell at him over Twitter. 
the WWE loves it because it's just more stuff. Right. He's just playing his wrestling character. The guys are more and, and Americans eat this shit up because they, they they love people to tell them that they're better than any other country. Okay, they just yeah, it's just yeah, it's true. It's because you know, they're not, and nobody believes it. But Americans need to have this affirmation all the time that they're they're better than everybody else, and it's kind of weird. And I, it still reminds me of the opening scene to the TV series, The Newsroom. Did you guys? Ever see that? Never saw that. It's without a doubt the best two, four minutes in, in television history. Okay? Uh, it, it's just absolutely awesome. But That's anyhow. Four minutes. Four minutes. The guy was on a rant about the United States. And uh, hmm. who was the guy? It was, um, I can't remember his name. But the show was fabulous. And it only made two and a half seasons and was canceled. I don't know why it was canceled, but it was a great show. Uh, Jeff Daniels. Oh, I remember hearing something about that, though. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think I saw that sometime. He went on a big rant about the U.S., yeah, it was an absolute. It was phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. And it was phenomenal. spot on too. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm posting it right now to the group. There you guys go. Mm-hmm. Boom, newsroom. America is not the greatest country in the world. Okay, and we know that, but Pat McDan- McAfee believes that it is, or at least wants to believe that other people are. Anyhow, let's go to Jamie Nye's predictions because at least we could have some fun with these. Okay. I, I, I've never been a fan of Jamie Nye's and the, the whole thing about predictions is they're just like pulling shit out of your ass because in Which reality, they, in the article. yeah, they, they, they really, they mean nothing, but here it is. Um, his predictions for the 2020 one. Well, this should be 2021, shouldn't it? Uh, yeah. He's, Did he, I put 2020? He's, he's blowing it. Okay, anyhow, <sighs> let's start. Anyhow, hometown hero. The Hammers are going to win the Grey Cup. They were so close in 2019. Were they? I don't know. They got their fucking asses kicked in the Grey Cup. Yeah, they're only one game of the... We're in the game, right? Isn't that what you always say? You got to make the game to you try to win. You got there. Yeah, but it wasn't particularly close. close when they got there. But they were there. But who's better than they are in the East? Montreal. Well, that's be the thing. Year. Montreal could be. I could see that. Right, and there's actually a reason I think in Nye's article that Montreal could be. But uh, last year, or last time they played, definitely they were the best in the East. And right now, I think if they're not the best, they're one of. And you just got to make the game. Hello, Ottawa and Calgary. Hey, yep. Hang on. There's nobody. You're, you, you got two, two rookie QBs in the East. 
Dane Evans and Nick Arbuckle. You got Matt Nichols in Toronto, and you got the Vage in in in, in Montreal. He might and as well be not a hundred percent sold on the Vage either. No, me neither. He, he's another guy that's had one good year. So yeah, but I, 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 I but I am sold. I am sold on him because remember he's always had he's always had boatloads of talent. But he never had he never had the attitude to go along with it, and I think the attitude has changed. I think that's Hardy not, Jones has had a lot to do with that. But yeah, yeah, that's not that, right there. That, that's a fair comment. But I, I I personally think I think he'll probably be the best quarterback in the East this year. Well, that's what Certainly I'm just saying possible. is that it wouldn't take much to be the best quarterback in the East. No, it wouldn't. But what I'm what I'm also saying is now, for, remember that BC was the first team to get this guy, right? And sort of, and, he had a coffee well, here. He never yeah, signed. And at the, he never hold signed. On, but at the time, at the time, Wally was in charge. Yeah. And Wall, Wally knows quarterbacks. I'm sorry. Yeah. He does. So, I I think that that's a big thing. Too. I think he'll be a good quarterback. He, he came into BC had his negotiation rights, right? He was on the negative. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. And when um, he found out that he was on the BC negotiation list, he he demanded to be signed as the number one quarterback. Yeah. Okay. And right. Wally laughed like in said. his face. Mm-hmm. Like I said, okay. attitude. Yeah. It's and changed. then traded his rights. Was it to Toronto? I thought it was no. I think he no. I thought he traded him to Montreal because he's actually yeah, had two too. stints in Montreal. I'm he's pretty sure he traded him to Montreal, yeah. and then he but, went to Saskatchewan and then ended up back in Montreal. Okay, yeah. He's been okay, there yeah, yeah right. I think you're right. That's correct. Wasn't wasn't Vernon Adams the one they traded uh, to get Kevin Glenn that one time when uh, when um, yes. when uh, Lume was hurt. And I think they yeah. traded Vernon Adams to get Kevin Glenn. Yes. Because that really Good trade. Me. Yeah. My opinion, that was a good trade. I agree. It helped the Canucks that, or it helped the the uh, Lions that year when um, Lule went down, and you know Kevin Glenn wasn't spectacular, but he kept them five hundred and kept them in the playoffs. Yeah. He's also been a member Sorry. of the Ticats. Was he? Yeah, he's a member of the Ticats. Mm-hmm. Uh, just before the last stint, he was in, in the Ticats in 2018, just before he went to Montreal. So anyhow, beside the point, I don't think there's a standout quarterback in the East. And to, to turn around and anoint the Hamilton Tiger Cats Grey Cup favorites uh, to win it all, not just to, to be in the Grey Cup, to win it all uh, with a, a, a quasi-rookie quarterback is a little bit of a stretch for me. I don't think I could have gone out on that, that limb the way that Jamie Nye did. Mm-hmm. Just my personal opinion. So, what is the next? 
prediction he has. Milanovic and Harris is a perfect match. Now, do you think that Scott Milanovic is, is just an amazing coach and uh, amazing quarterback guru? I, I'm pleased that he's back in the CFL. Uh, can he make things work with the on-again, off-again Trevor Harris? That's the question. And we will see. And we will see. Because uh-huh. you see, Trevor Trevor Harris has never Trevor Harris has never lived up to his hype, in my mind. No. But no, did he, he ever have any hype? What was that? Did he really have hype? I mean, how what where and how did he get that hype from? Well, I mean, when he was in Ottawa and Henry Burris was there, he started in front of Henry Burris. Only when or Henry, Henry was wounded. Yeah, but then when he Henry came back, he didn't get his job back right away because Trevor Harris was off the chain, and then he got hurt, and then they let Henry Burris back. And Henry came and in and won a Grey Cup. That's correct. Yeah. And so then... Then Harris was the next one, and he didn't win a Grey Cup that year either. No. And well, the that's next the thing year, too, is he, that. Sorry, I was going to say, after they let uh, Henry, they after they won the Grey Cup, they let Burris go and went with Harris. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And 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 to me, that's an act of stupidity. That is the, exactly the same. Saskatchewan did that with Kerry Joseph. Kerry Joseph wins a Grey Cup. And they they let him go, or they traded him to Edmonton, yeah. or whatever it was, right? I mean, the guy just won you a Grey Cup. What are you doing? Yeah, but Henry, oh, why do you want to get rid of him Durant. at that point? Henry retired, so yes. But Henry would have played another season if Ottawa I pushed so. the issue. I agree. But I mean, Harris still got Harris still got back to the Great Cup in 2018, right? In the Eastern Division. Yeah. Well, he's always been in the Eastern Division. Yes. Until last year, so. The year before. Yeah, you know, as much as I crap on really? Harris, if he ever finds consistency. Yes, absolutely. That's his biggest problem. Mm-hmm. When he's on his game, really he's as good as any quarterback in the CFL. He's just not consistent. Yeah. It's really the only problem in his entire game. He's yep. mobile. He can throw for yeah, 9,000 yards. But that's a big problem. It's a big problem. Yes, Will. Oh, it's huge. It's a big problem. But, I mean, as far as that goes, I think him and – I mean, Milanovic is a great quarterback coach. I mean, let's face it. Okay, so maybe he will help a bunch. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, quarterbacks need good coaches. Quarterbacks need good offensive coordinators. Scott's doing both jobs in Edmonton, is he not? I believe so, yeah. I mean, 
I I like the prospects for a lot of teams this year. I think that this there's no runaway winner. There's no team right now that I'm going to say is going to be the most amazing team in the league. These are the Grey Cup favorites. They're going to win, no no doubt about it. Can you say that about anybody? Yeah, it's really hard to say that about any team. There's no real runaway favorite. Even the Bombers who won the last Grey Cup, I mean, I think they're going to be strong, but I'm certainly not going to say they're head and shoulders above anybody else. No, they've got they've got Zach Caleros, who is one hit away from a season-ending or a career-ending injury, mm-hmm. and they lost, lost or don't have Chris Strebler anymore. They don't have Matt Nichols anymore. You know, Andrew Harris is now two years older. Aside, but What's the that? Thing Caleros, aside, the, the thing with Caleros is he's actually had a full season without any injuries, he's had a chance to heal. So, uh, hang on, hang on. Fully by Mitchell had a throwing arm injury, right? Uh, Mike Riley had a knee injury. Um, those heal. Concussions, Concussions don't, heal. don't Oh, I know. But he's a Concussions year. don't heal. He's had a year. So who knows? A, a, a year to what? Work a on his brain? Rest? We'll see. Yeah, it's huge. We'll see. He's also in front of one of the best O-lines in the CFL. Or in behind of, sorry. One of the best O-lines in the CFL. He barely got touched as a bomber. And when he did, he bounced right back up. So... Hey, I gotta put a positive spin on it. He is the quarterback of my team. <laughs> right now, is the only quarterback with experience. So yeah, he goes down. You guys got major issues. <laughs> he goes down. We got zeros. So yeah, but that's what a lot of people said last year with Dane Evans. So mm-hmm. Yep. Bring back Max Hall. <laughs> Max Hall? Who's that? He was a quarterback for the uh, the Montreal. They thought he was going to be like this big thing, and he was, turned out to be nothing. I think he was also like an addict or something like that. Something, he was in Winnipeg. He's, uh, he's in jail for coke. I think he's in there jail. You anyway. go. He got busted for He got busted for coke. After you left, yeah. Yeah. Is CJ still here? Is he reading something? He's reading something. No, I'm not reading something. Oh, you you weren't saying much. Well, what's there to say about it? I mean, seriously, we've done that. You guys are having fun with it, and let's move on. Where are we going through the, the? the West goes through Alberta. That's the next prediction. So, can't you he's say a, that about every year? What kind of a prediction is that? 
Well, yeah, but he's now saying that Trevor Harris, it, it, it's it's either going it's going to be between Albert, uh, Edmonton and, and Calgary. They're going to be the two hot teams in the West. How, how do you how do you figure that? I mean, well, how do you think well, they figure it? If Trevor Harris plays well and Bo Levi Mitchell keeps the form, then maybe he will be. Reality for me right now, there's really only one team that scares the shit out of me in the West, and that's Saskatchewan. Really? Really? If Fajardo keeps if Fajardo keeps going on the path he is, even if he doesn't improve massively but stays at the level he was last year, with the guys that they've been re signing, they're gonna have a damn good football team. They were one they were a goalpost upright throw away from going to the Grey Cup. And if they go to that Grey Cup, they win. That's the thing mm-hmm. that everybody forgets about They were a football hitting an upright away from going to the Grey Cup. Well, and the guy had to catch the ball still. Yeah. But, you know, not to bond it, but it says that there's no way that there's players all around him, blah, 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 blah. Depending on what angle you see that play from, there's nobody, that ball was going away from him. There was nobody close enough. God knows I don't want the Riders to win another cup for another hundred years. I don't think anyone does. Don't worry, they won't. Mark, for me, there's really no difference between Winnipeg winning a Grey Cup and and Saskatchewan. No difference. I know. No difference. They're both the same. Why? Just because Bonner fans like to point out that they've had the great cup for two straight years? Well, hey, Mark, here's a question for you. Um, is uh, I know liquor stores are an essential service everywhere. Is that correct? Even in Manitoba? Yep. L- LCs yep. are still open? Yeah. How about LCs weed stores? How, how about weed stores? Yeah, cannabis oh, is yeah. an essential yeah, service. Yeah. They are an essential. Yeah. Okay, so how about steroid stores? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this now. I, I think Just most that. of that comes on mail order. Okay. Oh, well, does it? Seriously? Okay. My, my yeah, bad. I, I don't my think bad. it's actually it a steroid right to door, Will. You know. Huh? And by the way, he hasn't signed yet. Who, well, Harris? No, I know why. Andrew I Harris know why, has not signed. I, I know why he hasn't signed yet. He's too busy trying to prove them wrong, okay? Like OJ. <laughs> no, he hasn't signed yet because I'm as soon as he, he signs, he has sign. to do a piss test. Okay? Yeah. I'm curious to see if he does sign with Winnipeg. 
Oh, where else would he sign with? I can't imagine him signing anywhere else. I can't imagine there's anybody signing rumors. He may not want to take a pay cut. Well, I have no doubt he doesn't want to take take a pay cut. He's an arrogant son of a bitch. Okay? He, he always has going to take him. Will, can you imagine the running game Mitchell could have with Harris in the backfield? Huff won't pay the money. Calgary doesn't run the ball. And and John Huffnagel isn't that stupid. They don't need to run the ball with Harris. They can use him as, as the guy coming in the backfield for the screen passes. The one that they always try with every kick return that they ever had and never works. Yeah, I they just... Won't, what, they won't pay what the money. Did he make, what was he making last year? Does anybody know? He's the highest paid Canadian in the league. So what was that? Twelve bucks. Two two fifty? What? Uh something like that. Two hundred grand. Yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna pay two hundred grand for a how old is he now? 34? He's got to be like 34, 35, isn't he? I thought he was 36. He's 33. He could be 36. He is, oh, no, he's only 33. He's 33 years old really? right now. Jeez, God. He's 34 in April. It's not young for a running I thought he was older than that. But they always say that 30 is old for a running back. Mm-hmm. He'll be 34 yeah. before the season starts. There aren't many running backs that are peaking at 34. Well, look at the season he had the last time they played. He's had a year off to rest. He's a year older. Yeah, he's a year older, but... There's a lot of guys that you could say that. How old is Charleston Hughes? 70? Mm-hmm. No, 68. I wouldn't but mess with Charleston Hughes. Is Charleston Hughes a young guy? No. Does anybody say, well, he's no good because he's an old man? No. No, but he doesn't Well, yeah, Calgary, Calgary traded him because he was an old man. Well, Calgary trades everybody as soon as they're due a raise. How badly would they like to have Stanley Bryant on the end? Well, I don't Who? think that, like I said, like I said, Calgary doesn't pay the best guys at their position top dollar. They just never have nope. and never will. And it seems to work out for them. You can't argue with the philosophy. Nope. The funniest thing out of this whole people signing people is <laughs> Edmonton signed Derek Dennis. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was even going to put that on. I forgot to. 
Yeah, oh. you, you needed to. That was funny. Yeah. So that was third different team in three years. What was that? Is that his third team in three years? Dennis? Well, of course it Saskatchewan. is. Yes. Calgary, yeah. Saskatchewan, Edmonton. Okay. Right. And yeah. he only no. ever plays well in Calgary. That's true. Every time he can play somewhere else, he struggles. I and mean, he's passed his best before eight. 2016, he was the offensive lineman in Canada, okay? And in and 2020, he, he was in the X- XFL. Mm-hmm. That's correct. <laughs> no, that went really well. Nobody here would yep. put up with his bullshit. The thing I love about him is he still hates Bomber fans. That feud is never going to end as long as he's playing. Difference does it make? That's fun. Fun is a relative term. Well, how many players have you heard after a loss? say that the reason they lost was because of all the cannon smoke in the air when there was a major fog patch rolling through. Well, but it was the cannon smoke. Troy Westwood was pointing that he missed seven straight field goals in BC Place because of the abusiveness of the fans behind him. Troy Westwood's an idiot. And Derek Dennis is... That guy just talks sometimes to hear himself. I want every kicker that comes into Winnipeg, I want to erase all of Westwood's records. It would just be awesome. I, I actually thought I did a good job heckling him, okay? Mm-hmm. He missed seven straight field goals. He never <laughs> kicked well in BC. Probably too much nightlife. Probably. I got the game game ball from the BC Lions to prove it. <laughs> okay. What else on Jamie Nye here is important? Uh, oh, Standback. They're saying Standback will yeah. be the number one running back in the CFL this year. Uh, Andrew Harris is good, but he's over Harris. Over Andrew Harris. Standback had a six-year average in 2019. That's pretty good. Six-year average? That's damn good. No kidding. That's pretty good. You know, you guys you guys have all said, especially you, Christopher, why does Harris get the rushing title? Most amount because of touches. Got the, exactly. Yep. If you give Standback Harris's touches with a six-yard average... Would he have a six-year average because everybody would be keying up on him then? Everybody was keying up on him in Montreal because he was all they had for for quite a while. A thousand and ninety-three yards in just fourteen games in twenty nineteen. He did a good job, right? 
But we'll see. Because you know what? I've always said, though, that a lot of times, because he went down and tried in the uh, NFL with the Raiders down in Las Vegas, and we've seen before that when they go down there and they try and they fail and they come back, a lot of times they are never the same. Than before right, they but left. they don't usually have a year off in between. Well, that's that's the key. But I could see that that's a double-edged sword. That could help them or it could hurt them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like the double buy at the end of the season before the Western final, right? Yeah. This whole year off throws a monkey into everything. Because, yeah, guys are getting older, but they've had a year to sit down and go, wow, cool, I actually don't hurt. Yeah, yeah. Right? So Mike Riley said there's that. A lot he of guys... this is the best shape he's been in since he became a starter. Okay. That's got to say something, but, you know, he is, what, 34, 35. Yep. In the body of a 90-year-old. I, I, again, if, I'm, if I had, if had I'm year 90 years old and I had his body, I'd be happy. <laughs> no kidding. You think there's a part of him that doesn't ache every time he wakes up? He's 35 right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it is inter- it'll be interesting to see when and if there is a season. How these older guys do. Yeah. With that year to heal. Or in Harris's case, with a year of being able to do drugs and not get caught. Yeah. Yep. There's no testing. He's probably, nope. he's probably about 275 and probably running hey. a 4340 right now, eh? He's <laughs> probably in a better shape than when he was in 24. Uh-huh. The best part of that is the right he was taking, you carry water. So. <laughs> yeah, cause that, and that's not Much what you want as a running back. Yeah, so. <laughs> Maybe that's what, never mind, I'm not going to say anything. It would be really bad to say anything right now. Yeah, I think I know where you're going. Don't do it. Err on the side of caution, then. I don't know if you knew what I'm talking about, Mark. (laughs) Anyhow, moving on. Moving on. What else does Jamie and I have to predict here? Okay, Stanbacks are running a... Another for year, another huge year for Hughes, Charlton Hughes, at 37 years old. 37 years old. Will he be the sack man and will be ignored again as the most valuable, most outstanding defensive player? Has he never uh, won it? He's never won it. Wow. He's going for five straight years of the most sacks in a, in a season. Really hard to argue with his stats. Mm-hmm. Yet another reason why Saskatchewan scares the hell out of me. What, Solly and Charles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice combo there.
Yeah, because don't forget, Saskatchewan was building a team to have the Grey Cup in their home this year coming up. Yeah. But it got moved. That's right, and ended up going to Hamilton. Well, it didn't last year. Well, last year. But I think you're supposed to be getting it back next year, 2022. Yeah, but we'll, that'll all depend on what happens this year, probably, too. <laughs> There's a great cup. Playing musical Grey Cups. I think at this point they have to. So I think we I agree. Just go with that. They will play. Yeah, they'll figure out a way. They they're gonna. They don't have a choice, as far as I'm concerned. Well, we 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 said all of those things last year. No, I always said two years. They could not play for two years. Yeah, I don't think they're playing this One year. One year you can get away with. I think they will. I don't think they have the choice. I don't know where they're going to get the money from. Unless maybe Braley left something in the will that the entire season was paid for. That helps BC. It doesn't help Edmonton or Winnipeg or Saskatchewan. Nope. It does if he's paying for the entire season for the whole league. We know he could afford it. Yeah, I don't know if he's doing that, though. He's not doing that. I don't even think... Yeah. I, I, I couldn't even call that wishful thinking. I just think that's a Jared's act of stupidity. <laughs> Jared Zane, which just came Hearing what Gary Bettman said the other day, hearing what Gary Bettman said the other day about the 56-game season and the, the billions that they're ready to lose, does make me a little concerned for the CFL. They're expecting to lose at least a billion dollars in the NHL. Yeah. And they get 50% of their revenue from gate. What's, what's the CFL? 70%? Yeah. <laughs> They'll use it as a write off. It's not a good thing anyway. You know, I was thinking Charleston Hughes would stick around until he broke the sack record in the CFL, but he's still a ways away. Yeah. Who holds that now? James Parker did at one time. What was that? I know James Parker did at one time. Who holds it now? Um, Grover Covington. Grover Covington? Right. Yeah. Okay. James Parker is one, two, three, four, five. Sorry, four all time. So, but I mean, James Parker. James Parker did have the most sacks in a single season. Yes. He still holds that record. Okay. Is um, that when they counted half sacks too? Yes, yeah, I was just going to say that. Yes, yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see what some of the guys today would have for sacks if they still had half sacks. I, I don't disagree with that concept. I don't know why it was ever done away with. I don't, I don't either. either. Right? I mean, the two guys. There's so many times. You, well, and there's so many times you see a guy get just destroyed, a, a quarterback getting nailed. 
but the second guy is the one who lands on top of him, and he gets the yeah. sack. Yeah. Yeah, hard one to call. Okay, carrying on here, leveling the playing field. Hughes will likely not like the fact though, that he has whatever. Patrick Levels. Oh, that's what it is. Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yeah. I'm going there. Uh, okay, the schedule. Now, you, you know that the schedule has been changed, so there's less um, travel across the country, and there's more divisional games. So a Western team only plays an Eastern team once. You don't get to play them twice. Okay? And so Ottawa, Toronto, and Montreal, and Hamilton will all play each other like three or four times. So what that means is if the Eastern teams are not playing the Western teams, the chances of them winning games are greater and there won't be a crossover. Okay? Because that would mean that with four teams, two of them have to suck. And the third team is probably going to beat up on the fourth team more often. So, yeah, that, I, I understand this. I still think there could be a crossover. I, I'm, I'm not convinced Toronto is going to be that good of a team, and I'm not convinced Ottawa is going to be that good of a team. Yeah, you know, I'm I, I'm kind of with you on that. I just and if, if there is no crossover, it just will add fuel to the fire of get rid of divisions. Go with just the top six teams. Right, but that this isn't going to show that argument very well because the top six teams are going to be better off with Eastern teams in them because they're going to be beating up on the weaker teams more often. Right? Yeah, I guess with the way the schedule is. Right now, this year. Yeah. So this schedule is not going to be conducive to the argument of, of one division. Unless they just absolutely beat up on two teams. I can see Ottawa being one of the two. Mm-hmm. And I can see Toronto being the other. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I think those teams are going to be better, but I'm not sure they're uh, still to the level of some of the other teams. It's, it's going to be a tough one. You know, and, and, and for all honesty, I mean, if it's you, – you, you, Create some parity in the East, and all teams are equal. It, it, you're still not going to have three teams above 500. Yep. Is it possible to have three teams above 500? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they got to unless they actually take some games away from the, the West, like Hamilton did last year. Okay. But. 
No, you're not going to see three teams above 500 in, in the East. So that means that the fourth place Western team has to be above 500 to do that, to, to win. You know, is it an eight and 10 team is not going to cross over. Shouldn't cross over. You wouldn't think so anyways. Hmm. Interesting. Kind of had fun with Jamie Nye's predictions here, although it's not really there. Okay, we're going to jump down here to the um, CFL. Where did? How did this end up? We I lost my schedule here. No, I didn't. Marcus Sales, McAfee. Oh, that was section six, the predictions. Okay, seven is the CFL name mentioned for the NFL job inside. So this is NFL Insider. Okay, it's an article. And uh, it, it, it's a bit of a joke because it comes down in, I mean, it's naming people who they think is going to be available for CFL or NFL coaching positions. And uh, they mentioned Orlando Steinauer, who is the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Okay. And uh, though I think everybody has underestimated most of his career. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely brilliant, but never really – he didn't do well under Kent Austin. And uh, then he I don't think those two got along. No, they didn't get along. Then he went down to Fresno State with, what's his name? Jeff. The, the, the coach for BC Lions. Oh, Jeff Tedford. Yeah, he went down to work with Tedford for one season, two seasons. And then he came back to... Um, play second fiddle or third fiddle to uh, I want to say Jeff cowboy guy who was the Jerry Glanville Jerry Jerry Glanville no the the head coach oh yeah June Jones June Jones Jason Garrett no what June Jones from the CFL oh June Jones sorry June, yeah, June Jones, not Jimmy. That, that, never mind. Okay, so anyhow, brilliant guy. I just don't think he had the opportunities or the right position. He's never been in the right place. Now he's got the head coaching position in Hamilton, and he's done a good job with the Ticats so far. So, uh, yeah, I'm not arguing with that, but seriously, who's going to take him out there? And Scott Milanovic is number two is what they picked. Scott's been down there. He was the QB coach with the Jacksonville Jaguars for two seasons, three seasons. Uh, I'm happy that he's back in the CFL. Now everybody's talking about him leaving again for the NFL. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's in the CFL. He's gone down there and realized that he's not not good enough to do that or he's not going to make it down there. So why? Why don't you come up here and make a bit of a legacy in coaching? And I think that's Orlando Steinauer's idea as well. Um, so I don't see either of those guys going down there to play second, third, fiddle on a defensive type of side of things or, or actually Scott's an offensive guy. And then the other guy that is AFL experience here is Chris Jones, who is the senior defensive assistant for the Browns. But it says that there's this Kevin Stefanski. Who's, who's just now gone into Cleveland, puts Jones into the front office. So he's kind of got his ass kicked sideways 
who's now working as a scout. I don't know too much about this, but it doesn't sound promising for any of these guys. Could I be wrong? All the time. I didn't think we'd see Scott Milanovic back. I didn't think we'd see Tressman back. I didn't think we'd see a lot of people back, but here we go. Would you ever see Chris Jones back in the CFL? No. No. Uh, I, I doubt it. His ego's too big. Would you take him as a defensive coordinator or a GM and all the stuff he would actually want? He's a terrible GM. Why would we? Why would you take him? Oh, I know. Yeah, but he'd never come back here unless he got all those roles. Would you take him as a DC though? No. In a heartbeat. Yeah, I would. Of course. I wouldn't. Really? Nope. I think he's a good defensive guy. It just depends on, on what the personality of the head coach would be on that team because Chris Jones takes over. He would be undermining the head coach constantly. Yep. That's a good point. True. I'm just wondering if anybody uh, well, would that's the, I don't back. think Chris Jones would come back as a defensive coordinator, to be honest. I don't no. think he'd come back to the CFL. No, I don't either. think he'd go college? He'd, he'd go there more than the CFL. He would make more money it's in the NCAA. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he's about the money, to be honest with you. No, he wants I to think he's about. I think he's about control. But if that's the case, why would he leave? He had full control of the Riders. If that's the case, why did he leave the Riders in the first place to go to Cleveland? Because he didn't have full because, control there. Because, because it's the CFL. True. But you said it's not about the money, it's about the control. Well, he had more control Correct, here than but, he did down but, there. Absolutely, but if you want to take a bite at the big fish, then you got to go play. Okay. okay. It's that simple. So, and I mean, he was always an American guy because he likes his American defensive players more than anything else, right? So. Yeah, and he lived down there. He, he, he off-season down there. He didn't stay in Canada. No, True. In fact, half the time during the season, he wasn't in Canada. I was going to say, I think he was down there a lot even during the season. So, do you think that Orlando Steinauer would make the jump to the NFL? Do you think the NFL would take Orlando Steinauer? Well, you see, the thing you... Will, go, Will, go. The thing, the thing about about Orlando Steinhauer is okay. Remember, he coached with Jerry Glanville and June Jones. Yeah. And I would think those guys have tons of contacts in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I'm sure they probably saw him in something. So I'm sure he's got an in if he ever wants to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But I don't know. It just depends on guys if they want to. I mean, the NFL is all about winning, period, okay? And, I mean, you look at the CFL guys that have gone there as head coaches. Mark Tressman's a perfect example. How long did he last in Chicago? But it wasn't fair. I know that. I get that. I get that. But that's the NFL. Well, right. 
the thing is, is that the only time that the head coaching job is open is when the team is doing the shits. Okay. Yeah. The, I agree. The only way that the only way that a really good team doesn't have a head coach is if he dies. Right. Okay. So you know you're going to take this inexperienced or or young or or whatever energetic at least uh, coach and put him into a head coaching position. We're not even talking about head coaching positions here. We're just talking about coaching positions. But in, into a team in which it sucks because the guy yep. got fired. And, and you know, yep. it's like Mark Tressman, he left a good job in Toronto. Was Toronto or was it Montreal? Toronto. No, Montreal. Toronto. Montreal. 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 Yeah, it was Montreal where he was doing well to go down to the Chicago Bears. Now, yes, money was a factor. Yes, career, prestige, all of those things. But you went from a winning team to, like, might as well have gone to Cleveland. Yes, but I, I, I don't think in the NFL, and it's funny, a lot of these guys don't get a chance to build, okay? Because it takes time to build. It's that simple, okay? Mm. So... Especially in the NFL, it's not a one-year yeah. thing. Yeah, one that's thing. correct. And, and I think most... if he does go back to the NFL, it's just going to be as one of these special coordinators or quarterback coach. He's got he's to decide oh, if he wants to try about... to put in the time again. Scott Milanovic? Yeah. Or Orlando Steiner. Either one. Whichever one goes down or both go down. It's going to be, they're going to be going down as a offensive coordinator assistant. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to go down there and get a head coaching job. But no. Mark they, they want to try to do that over 10 years or stay up here where they know they can be a head coach for a long, 10 years. So I don't. I honestly don't think um, Steinauer. Anyway, I don't see going down for at least three or four years. He's going to get more experience. Yeah, he's not going to go down right away. No. They both need more experience as head coaches. He's only been a full-time head coach for a year. Yep. He needs more time down. I think before he before he goes anywhere else. Or unless he wants to be a guy like Tom Clement. Yeah, that's the other option. He's been in the NFL forever now. You know, he's been in the NFL for, what, 12 years as an assistant coach, coordinator. Now he's moved into, he's the passing coordinator for game days or something. Okay. Guys, i got to wrap up the show right now. We're under 60 seconds. Yep. This has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 466. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. We've talked some football for change. It's pretty much all good good football talking here, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to go around the board and let you guys say goodnight. Uh, we'll see you next Wednesday where we'll do week three of the 2021 virtual CFL season. Um, Charles, say goodnight. Goodnight, folks. Eventually we'll get to the end of the uh, agenda one day. 
Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, we only had the schooners and Mike Pringle. We we got to the end of the agenda. Mark, I know, but I night. put the schooners in, especially for Will. Go on. I know. That's why I Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week. Oh, go Browns. Well, Good night, everybody. I sure I sure hope the Edmonton team signs uh, Darrell Walker with his brother, Derek. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? Take care. Yeah. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.